0: Do you want to be transported back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation? I certainly do. Oseas Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer, bottled with all natural, uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. And it's not just about that elevated set. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. I've said it before, but I love this product. It feels like I am going to a spa every Every night and it delivers that coveted post vacation glow like you just returned from a tropical getaway. Right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code DATABLE at OCIAMALIBU.com. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DATEABLE at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code DATEABLE for 10% off.
1: for you. Enjoy the show. The Datable Podcast is hosted by me, I'm Yue, a former dating coach in New York turned active dater in San Francisco. On each episode, you'll hear commentary by my co-host, Michael Vargas, a fellow dating coach with a clinical psychology background, my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts.
2: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show that opens up a candid conversation about dating in San Francisco. And on each episode, we dissect a dating story, and I believe we have Ariel with us.
3: Hi guys. Under the sea.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright Ariel, what's your dating story?
3: Um, So I've been single in San Francisco dating for like six months or so, and I'd gone on a couple different dating apps, and I was into the idea and checking it out, but I had it in my head. That I would just meet someone in real life. I was like, it's just, it's just the way it's gonna work. So one night, I get off work, I ride my scoot to Whole Foods, I'm going to the grocery store, and as I'm parking my scoot, this guy drives up in a Land Rover and he's like, hey! And he like motions for me to come over. And I was like, no way, like looking around, like, really? Is this how it happens? So I like scoot over to him and he's like, chats with me for a minute, asks me for my phone number, I give it to him. I park my scoot and I walk into the grocery store like that was crazy I can't believe that just happened like I wonder if I'll ever hear from him again. So I call my friend and I tell her what happened and as I'm telling her the story I see this other really cute guy in like the the toothpaste aisle and I was like what is going on with Whole Foods tonight? (laughs) See? I gotta get off my phone more often. So I put my phone away and the guy walks right up to me and he comments on my shoes he recognizes that they're from China. Um, where, I'd just, where I'd just been living what? and instantly I was like, wow. wait, this guy's interesting. And he was like, I heard you just talking about getting hit on the parking lot. That means you're single. <laughs> I was oh. like, like super oh, straightforward. Just instantly wait, starts. Wait,
2: wait. How, did, how did he hear about that?
3: He overheard my conversation as I walked into the grocery store.
1: So which Whole Foods? <laughs> <laughs> where
2: is it?
3: Pacific Heights. Hit it up. Like <laughs> Wednesday evening. Okay, I'll, I'll bring my China <laughs> shoes. <laughs> So anyway, this guy was super cool. We ended up um, grocery shopping together, which was kind of funny. It became this like unofficial first date. We were like shopping together, buying things, filling a cart together.
1: Have you heard UA's theory about grocery shopping as a date? It's like the best way to get to know someone.
3: Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, it clearly worked. And, like, the last aisle was the wine. We, like, reach for the same wine. He's like, you get this one. I'll get a two. And then um, I'll, like, message you later and ask you how you liked it or something like that. And that's Ooh. how I got my phone number.
0: He's
2: smooth. <laughs> good job on you. Two numbers in an hour. Well done. What were you
3: Probably wearing that day? Probably, like... No Sne- oh, Chinese sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Were they famous? Yeah,
1: they were. <laughs> That's they were. amazing.
3: Yeah, so we go on a couple more dates, things are going well. Then all along, I hadn't introduced him to my friends yet, really. It just been a couple dates. My best friend kept, kept asking, like, when am I going to meet this guy, when am I going to meet this guy? I started telling him a bit more about him, like who he was and what he was like and stuff. And finally, one night, I'm out at a concert with this friend. And he says to me like, hold on, I've got this really crazy story for you, but like, let's just enjoy the concert, let's have a good night, I'll tell you about it later. I'm like, okay, wait, that's a lot of like intro, but sure. So we have a great show, and at the end of the night, I'm about to scoot home, and he sits me down on the sidewalk and he says, all these things you've been telling me about this guy, like, I think I have a really crazy story to tell you.
1: And your best friend is a, is a guy? Yes. Okay.
3: So the, my friend, Dan, He takes out his phone, he opens Tinder, and shows me that he has matched on Tinder with this guy, Robin, that I've been going on these dates with. (laughs) Yes, I did not see that one coming. I feel like, I guess it's inevitable because the dating pool is small enough and you start to overlap or something?
1: (laughs) You overlap, I mean I've overlapped with my girlfriends, I've never overlapped with my gay Guy friends.
3: Well, here's the funny thing is that Dan and I look alike, kind of. People
1: <laughs> often say we look like siblings.
0: <laughs> so you're his type.
2: <laughs> he knows what he wants. He has a particular type.
1: It's just like, if you like a shirt, you buy in every
3: color. Exactly. So it definitely took me aback for a moment. I was like, okay, hold on. i like, let me recalibrate here. I actually ended up going and talking to the guy about it pretty Honestly right up front and he, he didn't even he was just like are you still on dating apps and I was like yeah And he was like so am I you know like things are kind of like we had just been on a couple dates and he yeah. was like this It was just kind of out and open and um, I never was able to really like fault him for it. There's nothing wrong with it per se, but it definitely threw me through a loop
0: I mean in San Francisco. There are a lot of people that are just open with sexuality a lot of people are bisexual There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it but I totally agree that it just, it's not the standard thing that you think is going to happen. Yeah, You just wouldn't go there automatically. So mm. I can see how to hear. it just like it was a shock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> anyway, what's so when he matched with your friend, had they been messaging back and forth at all? So actually, that's what Dan had
3: showed me was the whole conversation oh. between them. It had been started by, by Dan.
1: Did this start before your Whole Foods
3: trip or after? That's a good question. Um, I think it was kind of like parallel, actually.
1: Early stages of dating.
3: We were only like a week
1: week or two in by then. I mean, I would have been a little bit bothered even if my fr- a girlfriend mm-hmm. had broken the news to me. Right. You right. know, but then I wouldn't necessarily confront the guy about it mm. if it was a girlfriend that had matched with him as a as a straight woman when you start dating a
3: guy you feel like okay like is he still interested in other women but then all of a sudden it had to be like other women and other men like that's a lot of competition like geez. yeah that is a lot of competition
1: I mean he must be a whole foods all the time because he's just picking everybody up so how did this pan out um, you know we actually went on a couple more dates.
3: I oh. talked it through with my sister and she was like, get over it. This is San Francisco. I've been living abroad and I'm like just back new in the dating scene again. Kind of like, maybe things have changed a little bit. Maybe you just need to kind of get up to speed. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can get up to speed.
2: But well, you got up to speed quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Sure yeah that's, that's true. Yeah. The end of the story is, no, it did not go anywhere, and we're not together, um, but it's hard to say. It's hard to know if it, like, what exactly the factors were. I think part of it, maybe my ego a little yeah. bit, especially as, like, it's my best friend. That's funny. And he, like, he's a good sport, but he would kind of, like, he couldn't help it. He'd be like, so, like, how's that going, you know? like. <laughs> Oh, it just yeah, it hurts your ego a bit. At
2: this point are you are you still wanting to date around or you're looking for something more real, something long lasting?
3: Well, I guess the happy the happy ending to the story is I'm dating someone else also who I met in real life, interestingly.
1: Was it at Safeway this time? <laughs> yes.
2: Did you sleep with him? I did. You slept with him after the fact?
3: Oh. Um yeah, maybe like once or twice.
2: So what was it that that ended it then? Because it sounded like you were still working on it. What was was it that really ended it, you think?
3: You know, this is funny to even talk about it. I think it was one of the the most kind of odd endings that I've had in the six months of dating different people. Like, um, it just kind of ended. And I think part of it may have been my energy. I probably shifted a bit and, like, wasn't... I probably didn't give the same that I had been giving before just because I was a little unsure about it and I'm sure he picked up on that. Um, but in the end, he pulled back and I did too and it just kind of fizzled out. It wasn't
1: like an official ending. I guess, Michael, what would you do if this happened to you? If the girl you start dating matched with your best girlfriend on Tinder? I
0: think that's a totally different
1: ball game Is it? it is. I don't know. I don't know. Is it though? Is it though?
2: I like to know. I guess- I think it depends on more more of what am, a what am I looking for? Am I looking for like a real relationship or am I looking for someone who's just dating? If it's someone who's dating, then that steers it with a little bit more towards that's fine. Um, and then also it depends on the relationship of my friend and I and I want to check in with her and see how she feels about it. Like the last person I'm going to care about in this situation is the third part is the is the person that we're both dating. I'm going to care about what I want and also what my best friend is looking for and making sure that her and I are okay with everything that's going on. Um, if it was, I don't know, maybe there might be an opportunity in this. Who knows? <laughs> so
0: basically, Michael, no different than if it was like a male friend getting married
2: with a girl. Right. Uh, yes, just less uh, opportunity in my mind. But yes.
3: <laughs> Interestingly, actually, um, in the conversation that I read between the two guys, um, there had been conversation about, like, it it wasn't just straight, like, it wasn't clear that it was just going to be two men. The guy that I'd been on the dates with, um, Robin, he said, like, maybe, like, this is kind of new, this is kind of interesting to me, like, maybe I'd be interested in, like, male and female, like, he was kind of curious on both sides, too, which I think that's where it kind of, um, made it a little bit easier for me to kind of chew on there because I was like, okay, so this is like a curiosity thing. And it's just like, it's so easy these days. It's just the same way that you can get a date from your bed. You can also just, you know, experiment with your sexuality in any different category. I mean, I
0: guess to your point, this day and age is the easiest time to test if you're wanting, if you have any inkling of it, this is the easiest
2: time to figure it out. He may never have been in an opportunity to feel comfortable to test it out.
1: That's true. But you know, this is something, I guess, uh, it's, I've learned something that this is something I could you know, keep an open mind about. Because in case this does happen to me when it comes to dating, how I would react to something like this. My first inclination is to say, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed. But well, I don't
0: think pissed is the right word. At least I me. would be for you, I for me, be. I think I would just be shocked. And I think I would pull back the same way you did. Mm-hmm.
2: If Wait, not, you, what, what is it that you would be pissed about?
1: I, I feel like I would be pissed that I was misled. Obviously this is coming from a place of ignorance because I've never been misled in what way? In the in the way that I thought that this person I was seeing was straight. But were like, you completely misled? Straight.
0: You he never said that. That was just your assumption.
1: It, right, exactly. That's why I'm saying this is coming from a place of ignorance. But I know that my ignorance would bring me to a place of pissed offness. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So you'd be pissed off of the fact that you felt like you didn't know their full intentions um outside of just you and him
1: right because i mean on something like tinder you don't know when someone's looking for both if you're on okay cupid people say oh i'm looking i'm bi curious i'm bisexual but on tinder you just assume if you match you're both straight
0: i think you make that assumption a lot like if you are a straight person you make the assumption that people you're That are interested in you are straight and that might not be the right assumption is what i'm
3: thinking yeah and that's the thing like how much do you really know about someone within a week
2: so i think one big part about this is communication and i think that if if we start communicating a little bit better it's it would make it more organic to find out things of this type of nature so say hey you know what kind of relationship is this are we dating or are we looking for something more serious and then if we're just dating then that means you're both open to other people and that's not a big deal. But if you start saying, well, I kind of want a relationship and the other person says, well, I kind of want to date other people, then you know it's going in more that direction. It's hard, but communicating about what it is that we want, what we're looking for, makes it a lot easier to discover these things.
0: I think Ariel brought up a good point too. It's like if you go on, like you were dating for a week or two, three or four dates, it seems like a lot but it really isn't. If you are meeting them for like a couple hours, like how well do you really know
3: someone? A big thing that I learned from it is like, everyone has their history. Everyone has their past. Who have they dated? Who will they date? Who do they want to date? Like that these are all things you don't know. And these are all things about people's character that you have to learn. And at the end of the day, I think everyone is probably just looking for romance or love or something. And like, you can be as discriminating as you want or as open-minded as you want. And like, that's kind of a boundary that everyone has to decide from themselves. And that was like my big learning. Like, this guy's just looking for, he's just attracted to people. Yep. yeah, And he is not just People that look like you and your <laughs> <laughs> A certain type, so we know his type. And, um... I think it was a bit of, as I said, like a blow to my ego. Mm-hmm. But at the root of that, that was just like saying that I'm not the only <laughs> one that that's you know that maybe we weren't a match anyway kind right, of thing.
1: Right. Yeah, well, I think there's I, a
0: shock value for sure.
1: There definitely is a shock value. and also it's like it's a bi curiosity that worries me. If you were just full bisexual and you had history with men, Okay, then I'd be like, all right, he's like fully invested in this. Mm-hmm. But, but it's a curiosity, and that sometimes that curiosity turns into novelty of a situation that could trump whatever he has with you, right? Because mm-hmm. he's been with women. There's nothing new with you. No, or or like- just unknown. Or the unknown, yeah. You guys should have triple dated we joked about it or just like (laughs) that would have been so good him in the middle holding both of your hands oh my god amazing so i learned a few things let's go on to takeaways i learned that just keep an open mind you never know what you're gonna get until you get that situation and how you react to it you can't predict so just keep an open mind and also
0: don't Feel like, you know, the whole story from day one yeah. and recognize that there's still a ton you don't know about someone in early stages of dating. Yeah.
2: One of my takeaways is thank God for friends who are who got your back and tell you what's going on, because oh, yeah. that was really good of your friend to be able to tell you, hey, listen, look what's going on here.
0: Sure, what happened to the Range Rover guy?
1: Yeah, I never heard from him.
0: He was a catalyst to this guy. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, So let's go on to our question of the day. This is a quick one. It comes from Kevin who says, at what point after dating someone do you get off dating apps? And how do you have that conversation with your partner? I feel like once you're exclusive, you should be off the dating apps. But as part of that exclusivity, define the relationship conversation, the getting off dating apps is part of that conversation.
2: I guess the question on to that as well is, when do you do make it Facebook official?
1: Not Facebook <laughs> official.
0: I think being on dating apps definitely makes it feel like the other person's still playing the field. Definitely. Facebook's a whole different game. We've talked about that. Sometimes it's implied, but you could just say it in like a joking way, being like, I deleted my Tinder or something. It's yeah. casual or...
3: In my experience, I think it just kind of goes hand in hand with real life, like when you stop being interested in other people out yeah. in the real world, you sh- you kind of naturally stop being interested pe- in people on your phone. I guess there's the added ease of it being on your phone that like it doesn't feel like, well, I wasn't actually going to do anything right. about it or whatever. So some people probably hang on to it longer. Um, then they would still like be out hitting on other people in a bar like mm-hmm. trying or wherever and trying to at a grocery store uh-huh. um, Trying to take like take it to the next level, but I think that it kind of happens pretty naturally
0: Yeah, I think a big thing too is are they using it? Is it just on their phone or are they actually like messaging people using it because like Hinge, for example I've tried to get off that thing. And they will not let you off of it. They want users and you literally can never get rid of your profile but you and can have to log do it out. like three you can pages. log out but like you're still showing up but if you're if you haven't been in the thing and like not matching with anything then you're not
2: really using it. This kind of reminds me of something um, you guys are talking about that's very um, similar to I've had a lot of guys who talked about when do I let go of my um, sec tapes of my previous girlfriend?
1: Well, that's a totally different subject. <laughs> what
2: yeah the way but the way you guys are talking about it is the way i've heard a lot of guys talk about kind of letting go it's like well when i'm serious with someone then do i let them go and it's just it's a it's a very interesting conversation okay
3: i think it's one of those things that's just like so unique from relationship to relationship i don't mean to be generic but there's some couples that are like Well, if it's like we'll keep it light for a while, so if you have that, it doesn't bother me. Some people might be like, I have zero tolerance for this. If you want to be with me, you gotta get rid of that. And other people like would just completely even just forget about it and not even remember that someone has it or something.
0: I think it also like we've talked about on the show too, like how people use them. Like there's people that use Tinder as like a game and they have no intention to ever playing
1: Tinder. Mm. I don't know if
0: necessarily just having it there is indicative of what it needs.
1: I think, it's, you, I think people should, should just be sensitive to their partner's needs. I'll give you an example. I was dating someone, we were exclusive, we were living together, but he never deleted his app, which was very similar to Tinder, except it's not Tinder. It was in China, so different app. My coworkers saw him on the app And they were embarrassed to ask me about it. And they were like, well, we thought you guys were living together, but you should know that he's still on this app. Mm -hmm. He wasn't actively using it, but still having your face show up does give other people a different impression as well.
0: Totally. And I know a lot of relationships that have ended because of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just be sensitive to your partner okay i think we learned a lot in this episode i certainly did you guys remember you can submit your own stories um they can be funny sad fantastic amazing and also just really weird we can always keep you anonymous and the names of the parties involved in your story thank you so much ariel for coming to hang out with us and tell us your story
2: thank you ariel
1: Thank you guys, thank you so much. Last but not least,
2: stay dateable.
1: Your action item for this week is to think about the idea of stonewalling, which is when someone withdraws from an interaction by getting quiet or shutting down. Ariel stonewalled in her situation and believes that's what ultimately caused their relationship to end. Think back to all the times you've stonewalled someone you were dating, and why did you do it? Next, think about if these situations were to happen again How can you circumvent stonewalling by using effective communication? The most efficient way to meet new people is a combination of online and offline. 500 Brunches has your offline covered. Connect over brunch with new friends. Come alone or bring a buddy. There's always a table full of friendly faces, mimosas, and eggs benedict. Sign up at 500brunches.com and use the code DATEABLE for a free entry. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Dateable Podcast.